Let us come before him with thanksgiving and extol him with music and song. For the Lord is the great God, the, the great King above all gods. In his hand are the depths of the earth, and the mountain peaks belongs to him. The sea is his, for he made it, and his hands formed the dry land. Come, let us bow down in worship. Let us kneel before the Lord our Maker, for he is our God. And we are the people of his pasture, the flock under his care. Today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts. Today, if we hear his voice, we must not harden our hearts. May the Lord bless the reading of his holy word. Amen. For God bestow upon him a name that is above all names. That at the name of Jesus every knee shall bow. Brandele de Bosi Pakala Handahaya. Sata Koko Pelindosi Pregabale Doba. Oh Father. Ninari Kumalisi Praledondo Shipakara Dikon. Drano so paradoski paradai. That at the name of Jesus, every niche about. Everyone that suffer pain in their body, I cause your pain to die in the name of Jesus Christ. <laughs> From the crown of your head to the sole of your feet, if you are sick under my voice, all over the world, those of you who are connected by the internet, the Bible says Jesus bore our infirmity in his body. By his stripes we were healed. So I pick you back 2,000 years and drop you in the healing pool of the blood of Jesus Christ. I say you are made whole in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. The body of man is not meant for sickness. It is meant for the Lord. You spirit of infirmity, I command you to come out of everybody that you occupy. He says the kingdom of God is here. The blind see, the lame walk, and the dead are raised. I command blind eyes to open. I command lame to walk. I command the dead to receive life in the name of Jesus Christ. Every work of Satan in your life, I stand in Christ and God and destroy in the name of Jesus. I break the bones of iniquity. I break the chains on fetters of the enemy in the name of Jesus. I break the yoke of the devil in the name of Jesus. I command prisoners to be set free in the name of Jesus. He says that I will defend my city, says the Lord, from marauding forces. I pray for people whose mind have been abused by Satan. I command you evil spirits that manipulate human mind and create fear and evil thoughts in them. I banish you. I cast you out in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. The Bible says the strangers shall be weary. You are a stranger in that body. I lose the spirit in the body and I command the one who bound the spirit to be bound in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. It is written, the Lord Almighty has sworn 
surely as I plan, it will be as I purpose, it will stand. Every power that works against the plans of God over your life, I rebuke, I frustrate them in the name of Jesus Christ. Your life will fulfill the plans of heaven. Isaiah 14, 24 shall be fulfilled over you. Repeto Ancient of days, as old as you are, you never fall sick. How old are we in the calendar of the Almighty? The one who has been and who has no beginning and an end? He is the one who says that Moses was 120 years old and his eyes never grow dim. At the age of 100, he brought forth child, from, promised child from the, from the body of, of uh, Abraham. And the, the womb of a 90 year old woman gave back. He visited Zechariah in the old age of Zechariah, and, and the wife Elizabeth conceived and gave back. I say to you that listen to me everything that the enemy has hindered you to do, I command break loose in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. I decree your body, your body, your body, if your body, if your body is aging and your body is is aching, I command your body to be renewed back to your usage. In the name of Jesus, your cartilage is healed, the joints of your body is healed, your knees, your head is healed, your, your fingers are healed. Every pain that you have in the joints of your fingers, I cast them to die in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. I release healing power of God upon you in the name of Jesus. The older you grow, the stronger you become. The older you grow, the healthier you become. Anyone called barren, under my voice, be fruitful in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. For it is written that shall be no barren among you. Lord, fill every mind under my voice with your holy fire. Fill every mind with your holy fire. This is the last quarter of the year when heaven is revealing information about new year Lord open the eyes of everyone that is under my voice that they may see what the spirit of God is saying for it is written the former things have taken place and new things I declare he said before they happen I announce them to you and the Bible said in the book of Deuteronomy 28 28 that the hidden things belong to God but things revealed belong to us and in 1 Corinthians chapter 2 from verse 9 it says what no eyes have seen no ears have heard and no mind has conceived what God has prepared for those who love Him. He said, but God has revealed it to us by His Holy Spirit. For the Holy Spirit of God searches the heart of God. He searches the mind of God and the deep of the heart of God. And He reveals it to His saints. And so I speak to you. I command your mind to be enlightened. I command the eyes of your heart to be opened. I command you to receive ability to see into the future and see to what God has planned for your life. I command that the eyes be opened. The mortal, eyes of the mortal man be enlightened into the realm of visions, into the realm of trance, into the realm of revelation, in the name of Jesus Christ. I speak, Lord, on behalf of these people. You who appeared unto me, between now and December, begin to appear unto them. Begin to take them on a journey to heaven. Begin to take them on a journey to the realm of the Spirit, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Let your encounter be real in their lives, O oh God. That your name be exalted. We bless and glorify your name. In Jesus' holy and anointed name we are praying. Somebody say amen. Put your hands together for the King of heaven who lives forever and ever. Hallelujah. Thank you. Hallelujah.
See these guys, I don't know what to do with them. Please take your seats in the heavenly places. Whenever I want to preach, they want me to sing. They are singers, aren't they? Mistrel. Mistrel. God promised us that he would descend upon this tabernacle. And he is here. Look at his glory. It is the heart of God that man will see. That is the reason why he does not give sight to the blind in the spirit only. But when he made the blind in the physical, he gives sight to him. Eyes is given by God to man to see. And every one of you who is born again, you have another set of eyes called the eyes of the spirit. One of the reasons for coming to church is to equip you so that the eyes of your heart be enlightened. Isn't it? And that's Ephesians chapter 1 verse 18. When the eyes of your heart is enlightened, that is the eyes of your heart is opened, you will go into the realm of trance and visions and your mind will begin to see something different from natural. It is not for anyone, but for everyone. Are we together now? Ability to see is not for some people in church. It's for everyone who has the indwelling spirit of God in them. And you must know this. It is written. And you must believe it because it is written. Anyone who gives you formula contrary to that, let him be accursed. Look at the book of uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 2 verse 9. I'm not going to... I won't take much of your time today. Uh, It says... However, as it is written, no eye have seen, no ears have heard, no mind has conceived what God has prepared for who? Those who love him. Do you love the Lord with your hands to me? If you love the Lord with your hands. So there is something that other eyes have not seen that it is allocated to you to see. If you don't see those things, it will not be revealed at all. So mortal men will not know it. Because you are the one who God gave us a custodian, you know, to. So that it's true you go and reveal it. There are many things about your life you need to know. I was sharing with you when I was a young man. I'm not old, but I think um, time is telling on, on me. Whatever the case may be. When I met this beautiful girl, where is she? She must be inside there praying for me. When she comes out, you will know that she's a girl. I met her about 40-something years ago, 1973. When we were to marry, it was a tug of war. Because we fought the battle in my family, because they would not accept her because of her tribe. You understand? And when God prevailed and revealed to my father... That that is my wife. My father said, yes, I agree. Now the one above has agreed. He has confirmed. And then we fought the battle for my father-in-law. But what I want to say to you is that at my young age, I decided to seek God after my father-in-law refused again and again and again and again. I came to a point, I said, Lord, I'm saying this because of you youths. (laughs) You are the powerhouse of the church. And if you are a youth, if you cannot see at your youth age, it's dangerous. Because you are supposed to be the seers of the church. And today what I'm dealing with is that. Your ability to see. 
And so the Lord took me to heaven after praying, seeking God in prayer for about 30 days. The Lord Jesus took me to heaven and then he brought my calendar, the, my life's calendar. And he opened my calendar of my life to me. And from the day I was praying, every day I saw what would happen in my life. Until the month of April, end of March. So when we entered the prayer, he said to me, choose the date. And I said, that's it. He said, you got it right. And I was excited. And the Lord said to me, don't be excited. Nobody gets it wrong in my presence. And then he showed me my married day. That is what instructed us to book the hall and print the cards. Even my father-in-law refused, but the Lord showed that day to me. So we stopped making attempts and rested and saved our money because we have seen. I told my dad, my, my mother, they are born again. My father-in-law at the time was not born again, but he got saved through, through us before his departure. I'm talking about why you should see and why you should understand and know. The secret of God is in the hands of those who fear him. And so, two weeks to the day, my father-in-law agreed. And we have bought all the clothes he will use. We have bought all the clothes that my mother-in-law will use. We have, we have prepared everything necessary. So when he agreed two weeks before, he started saying that now I have to prepare. My wife just brought the, the portmanteau. You understand? She brought out the portmanteau. You call it suitcase. Big one. In those days, they used tin to manufacture portmanteau. You can't carry it to the airport now. We tear their conveyor belt. <laughs> and so, and she brought different clothes she had bought for the dad. He was moved to tears. So if any prophet said to me that that's not my wife, Instantly, without revelation, I say, you are a prophet of the devil because the God of heaven cannot lie. You have the right to know your future. You have the right to know your past that you've forgotten. If it has relevance with your future. You have the right to know the plans of God for you on earth. And you have the right to know anything that you want to inquire from heaven. Once you are born again. This is the reason why what I've been teaching you for the past two and a half months now is what is responsible for your sight to open in the spiritual. And so we look at the seven things about your heart, mind, and thoughts. Because we look at that scripture, it says that no eye has seen, no ear has heard, no mind has what? Conceive. So conception is of human mind. And anything you cannot conceive in your mind, you cannot see in your heart with the eyes of your heart. But he says, God has prepared them for those who love him. You remember this scripture, if you rewind back to a few weeks ago, a few months ago, that we mentioned it. Once you are born again, you have the Holy Spirit. It is your right to see. Why? Look at the next verse. It says, but God has revealed it to us by his capital letter spirit. Not small letter spirit. 
And then he says, the spirit searches all things, even the deep things of God. The spirits of God searches all things, even the deep things of God, which man cannot access or angels cannot access. But the spirit of God knows it. Now, he now helps us to know in the next verse, the philosophy of the truity of this first statement. That is the validity of this first statement. Or helping us to, helping to, in the next verse, he explained the philosophy of what he was saying. Let's see what he says there. He says, For who among men knows the thoughts of a man, except what? The spirit of the man. So, if the Holy Spirit is God's spirit, no wonder, he knows the thoughts of God. Your spirit knows your thoughts. No man can know it. But your spirit does. And this is one of the scriptures I want to help you understand today that your mind is connected with your spirit. Last week I told you there are two things that control man. Your body and your spirit. You remember? And this scripture helps you to know the connectivity that nobody knows what you are thinking or what your thoughts are. And of course, we go to the previous lectures, you will remember that I said, the thought of a man, in Genesis chapter 11, it says that the imagination is from the heart. So, your heart is the deposit of your thoughts, but your mind is the processor of your thoughts. And so, the Bible says here, that it is your spirit that knows your thought. In the same way, no one knows the thoughts of God except the spirit of God. And this is one of the scriptures that validates the creation of man in, uh, in God's image. If you look at this scripture, therefore, when it says no man knows the thought of a man except the spirit, and no man knows the thoughts of God except the spirit of God. Look at the next verse that identifies you. What did he say? We, are you part of the we say amen? He says we have not received the spirit of this world. But the Spirit who is from God, that we may understand what God has freely given. And that was what I showed you last week, that anybody who, is, who, who does not have the Holy Spirit cannot, is hostile to God. Let me just go through last week's one. So this is talking about the functioning of the heart of God, which has to do with heart, mind, and spirit thoughts, which we have been looking at for the past two months. And I said to you that your mind operates through, your heart operates through your mindset. If you look at your note last week. And I said it is necessary for you to know who controls your heart. Then I told you there are two elements that are involved in human control on earth. Everything you do come under two elements. And the two elements, according to the Bible, is your flesh or your spirit. Because everything that your body will act upon are the things that your spirit has pondered when nobody heard you speaking. It goes through the process you call thought. Nobody can act an evil without processing it. Nobody can do good things without processing it. 
Now, a lot of Christians have been engaged in many decisions of life that they regretted their life. That has to stop. You can live without such. Before you were born again, yes. But after you have been born again, if you continue like that, something is sincerely and badly wrong. And that is what we are dealing with. Now I said to you, two elements, flesh and spirit, informs your actions on earth, whether good or bad. And then I told you to write this down. Satan seeks to control your flesh, or your flesh is easily controlled by the devil, because the flesh is of this world. And that is your five senses, especially your sight, your smell, your taste, and your feeling. You look at recklessness in the world, you say, I feel, I feel, I feel. Some people feel high and they destroy their body by taking poisons. They call it drugs. They want to feel high. All the reactions that came, that you you exhibited, came by your feeling. I feel that person doesn't like me and then evil come out of you. I feel that he insulted me and then evil will come out of you. I feel I have to reply him and then you derogate from the scriptures of holiness. Your flesh is your greatest enemy. That is the reason why, of course, let me say this, that for you to, let me qualify that. Your flesh is your greatest enemy, but when God gave you flesh, he gave you as your glory in Genesis. But when man fell to sin, the glory departed and the flesh became the enemy of the spirit. The flesh knows from the day of sin in Genesis 3. God cursed the flesh. He will go back to the dust. But the spirit will come back to God. So, your flesh and my flesh want to take us to the dust. Hell. That is why God sent Jesus. And Jesus sent his Holy Spirit. So that anybody who received Jesus will receive the Holy Spirit inside them that will guide their spirit. According to the book of Ephesians chapter 1 verse, from verse 11 downwards, it will guide your spirit. It becomes the guarantee of your inheritance until he delivers you in rapture or face to face to God. That is the job of the Holy Spirit. To instruct you on what to do and what not to do right on earth. But the Holy Spirit cannot access you without getting your attention in your mind. So, because Satan seeks to control your flesh and God seeks to control your spirit, then whatever you do depends on who you submit to. I hate it when Christians blame Satan for everything. I always ask that, where is the devil? Show me where he is so that I can go and take revenge for all the terrible things he has done before my existence. Show me where he is. Show me where he is. I remember when I went to do crusade in all these villages, they have devils. Show me the shrine. Kick the shrine away and that's the end of it. What they say they fear. Oh, don't, don't, you, you can't step in that place because it's, it's demonic. I will sleep there. It's demonic. The earth is the Lord's, not the devil's. 
If my father owns the earth, woe to any spirit that says that he, he domains in a place. Oh, there is a place where the demons always kill people here. I need to go and step on the place and he will stop. Uh, it happened in a number of countries. It happened in Cote d'Ivoire and Grand Bassam. When I was told in Grand Bassam to come and do crusade, some Christians went there a, 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 a year before. And they sent birds, evil birds, physically. And the evil birds came and they ran. By Evangelist Akimola. When I was told, I said, okay, you people run because you don't understand who your God is. Let me go with you next year. We went there, the rest is story. When the witches came to my meeting, I gave them two minutes to accept Jesus. They counted down, two minutes. Nobody came out. <laughs> I have I told them a day before, all of you go, go bring all yourselves to Ghana, come tomorrow. And the tomorrow... The field was more than three times its number. Thousands of people. I said, okay, let me give you mercy. Accept Jesus. They refused. They thought it was a joke. I said, okay, if you don't accept Jesus Christ, I won't guarantee what can happen to you. I just said, in the name of Jesus. And the fire of God came like a ball. It was a silence first. And then a woman, an old woman, who sat on a pot. She sat in the midst of crowd. She brought her pot and sat down on pot. Did Bible not say those who worship idols are fools? It says they are ignorant to their own shame. The power of God picked her up. She flew to the sky, screaming as she was going. Everybody went brrrr. When she hit the ground with her pot, the hall was filled with people. They were running to the altar, removing their clothes and throwing their charms at the altar. That is the Jesus you serve. That is the Jesus you serve. That is the Jesus you serve. Let me tell you, everything you fear came from your mind. Satan intimidates your mind until you believed it. And what God is saying to you in this, in this meeting is that, change your mind. Who is true? Let God be true. Let God be true. Let my sickness be a liar. Let God be true. Let God be true. Let my problem be a liar. Let God be true. Let the devil be a liar. What you call lion is the lion. Because man called him lion. Not because he's lion. Man named all of them. That was the end of killing on the highway of Grand Bassam. Those of you Ivorians will recognize that. What am I saying to you? Satan wants to control your flesh. And God wants to control your spirit. What happened to you on earth? Is determined by who you concede to. Let me give you a few more scriptures. The danger, therefore, of bad mindsets or wrong mindset is this. The mind that is sinful is to death. Romans 8, 6 to 8. The mind controlled by spirit is life and peace. So if you don't have peace, it's because somebody else is controlling your mind. The mind controlled by the devil is death, which is sin. The mind controlled by the spirit is life and it's peace. Someone says, I lost my peace. No, it is you lost the spirit of God. Because wherever the spirit of God is, there is life and there is peace. I'm afraid of death because you lost the spirit of God. Because where there is spirit of God, there is life. In the midst of death, there is life. Death is not the end of man. It's the beginning of the existence of man. 
into another life. But that life is the life that will never die. Don't let the devil deceive your mind for anything. That's why the Bible says, Whatsoever is lovely, whatsoever is of good report, if there be any virtue or praise, consider those things. Don't consider the people who hurt you many years ago. The moment such thought is coming to your mind, rebuke it. It's of the devil. God does not remember their past. Why are you remembering their past? And you claim to be of God. You submitted to the counsel of remembering the past, then you submitted to the devil. And he will have access to control you. Every one of you will decide with me that we will shut the door against the devil so that devil will not laugh at us, so that God can be happy about us every time and every day. Listen to me. The mind that is controlled by, 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 by sin is death. It says also that a sinful mind is hostile to God. Somebody who does not submit to the Holy Ghost, you will begin to criticize everything of God. You will be hostile to God. And it says he, he does not submit to God. When you read Bible, you cannot submit to it. You will be saying to yourself, uh, Satan will be telling you this, that it, 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 do you think everybody can do what that man is saying? Who told you? What I'm telling you is what I'm doing. That's why I give you examples of where I've gone and seen it. And done it. For you to know, it is not by anointing, and if you call that anointing, it is for everybody. That anointing is in everybody. His name is the Holy Spirit of God. It is by submitting to the counsel of God. I care to believe nothing except what the Bible says. If anything, anybody propose any theory, if Jesus did not say it, I refuse it to, forever. To my death, I refuse it. Let God be true. Why do you build your life on philosophies of men? Oh, theologians said... Once we eat their mouth, many of them once have eaten their mouth already. The word of God remains. You don't live by theology and you live by the written word. You don't live by philosophy. Oh, science said. Which science? Rubbish. Look, somebody said that, you know, a statement about uh, COVID-19, that if people are not inoculated by a particular year, the whole mankind will be wiped off. I was sent that information by a pastor who preached against it. And that pastor said that, does he think he's God? He is an ignorant. I won't mention his name. But many of you know that man who said that. Are you together now? Let God be true. Let your science be false when it contradicts God. Wherever any learned knowledge contradicts the written word, that learned knowledge is sincerely but sincerely erroneous. It's based on the footing of human intellect, which is error. And anything you build on error, no matter how humongous, how much commitment you have given to it, it will only give back to astronomical error. Are we getting together now? That's the reason why you have to get the foundation right. The foundation is, it is written. You know, there are many prayers people pray that God don't hear. And they pray, they sweat. Because those prayers are not in line with the word of God. Amen? I will never pray foolish prayer. When I pray, heaven must move. Because I will pray in line with the will of God. Because let me say to you, it is who we succumb to. Who we decide to believe. <clears throat> Some of the things your culture believes, you have to unbelieve them. Because those things are not in line with godliness. There are some part of our culture that is right in line with ethics of God. And that's what you should accept. All the things they say about your forefathers, forget it, there is no forefather anywhere. Once, you, once they die, gone. Everybody will bear his own cross. Anything that happened to your forefathers have, <clears throat> have no business with you if you are born again. 
He has no business with you. Once you are born again, you are a new what? Creation. The Bible tells me that Second Corinthians chapter five seventeen. If a man is in Christ, Jesus is a new creation. Don't go there. Live by live my Corinthians. It says a new creation. All things have gone away. All things have become new. With you and I also. Therefore, remember, the wrong mindset will give you wrong conclusions. But the right mindset will give you right conclusions. And the Bible tells you, and I, I, I summarize this, that your mindset determines your choice of life and death. Whether you live or die is your mindset. Whether you succeed or you fail is your mindset. Then the second thing I told you, key, your mind control determines all about you. Your mindset, your mindset determines your choice. Two, your mind control determines all about you. Your mindset determines your choice. Your mind control, that is who controls your mind or what controls your mind, determines all your actions, all about you. And number three, who and what controls your mind determines your direction in life. So if your mindset is set on worldly things, okay, it's set on myth of your forefathers, you can only have the result they had, which is confusion, miserable. Okay? But if your mindset is now changed to the mindset of the Spirit of God that lives in you, you can only encounter victory, 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 no failure. There is no such a thing as failure for Christians. It doesn't happen. It doesn't happen. If you fail, it is because you didn't do what is right for intellectual reasoning. Maybe you didn't read on time. You postponed all your reading, isn't it? A number of us have gone through that before, isn't it? Nod your head like that. Yeah, you didn't read until last minute. I want to get everything in your head, what they gave you for one time. You want to read it in one week. And so your head got tugged, and then you fail. So what does that mean? You didn't fail. God only gave you an opportunity to try again. If you are born again. There is no such a thing as I give up life. <clears throat> no, life is worth a living. As a born again, you must enjoy everyday life. So your mindset determines your choice. That's why you must be very careful concerning your mindset. Your opinion about people, your view about people, you must be very careful. Let me say this. I removed my glasses. Since COVID, I haven't come down. I want to talk to you. You know this. Satan understands that a carnal Christian, he can destroy like that. You know what? A number of Christians set their mind on their belief you have something about somebody okay you didn't call that person and call the one who reported who said those things together and tell him say all what you said now this is the person you are talking about what you said i've written it down now oh yeah repeat you say i didn't say it you said it and you read it to him that this is what she said about you what do you say and you did not hear from the other party and you judge that person. Satan will finish you, I tell you. You can fast and pray, you will suffer. 
Because it is God's law. It is God's jurisprudence. That is the equity of God. The reason why many Christians have problems is that. Because they have taken side over an innocent. And they have assassinated an innocent. Joining with Satan to condemn a man that God approved. And then Satan will creep in. And God cannot stop him. Because you open the door. Don't be a victim. Be a victor. Think like your father. Don't think like the devil. Who derive pleasure in running down people, in accusing people who are innocent. And you know when he sells that trait to a Christian, you'll be boiling in your heart over a man who is just sleeping and relaxing and enjoying himself. He didn't know you are even getting hungry about him. <laughs> Don't let the devil rob you anymore. Change your mindset. The reason why many Christians cannot see, even angels standing, you can't see. They are showing visions, you can't see. You pray, 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 you fast, 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 but you can't see. Your mind, your mind, your mind sets. No man can hear from the Spirit of God unless your mindset is of the Spirit. No man knows the heart of a man except his spirit. He controls the mind. So you want revelation, change your mindset. I'll finish just about five minutes. Don't worry, we'll go through it. Your mind control determines all about you. There are some of you, when it comes to attempting success, you will say, you will say uh, I can't, I can't, I can't, this is too hard for me. I told you that, don't, don't allow that to happen, but when it comes to discussing who is going to be the next Prime Minister of England. You don't know it, but you can argue it and spend hours arguing. You can now go to the Google and Google all information to buttress your point, but to go and read in university and add values to your life, you say, I can't do it. Who told you you can't do it? Mindset. Mindset. Change your mindset. And let Holy Ghost control you. Who controls, who or what controls you? Your mind determines your direction in life. What controls your mind determines your direction in life. There are some people who all their money, they buy jewelries. Hello? Look at my shoe that I wear. Is it not shiny? Why are you looking at me? My shoe is shining. This is Williams. It's a trademark. Mm. Whether I bought this shoe five pounds and you bought your own one thousand pounds, as long as it's shining, nobody knows the difference. Are you with me now? I won't tell you how much I bought this because if I tell you, you will say, ah, yes. I bought it for a chicken money. I found it in China. That Chinese are more intelligent in many ways. So they manufacture shoes that look very shiny. When you put the leather there, and I put my shoe there, they look the same. This is not leather. This is from Abulefo. <laughs> Hallelujah. The shoe I am wearing, what has that to do with you? It is the stuff inside me that matters. 
I wore a shirt. My, my shirt is Gucci. I don't know who Gucci is. Whether you buy your shirt in New in a Devil High Street and it's three pounds and you bought your shirt in Gucci, I don't care. What stuff do you have? Tell me. What have you earned in life? Tell me. I thank God for COVID-19. He has reduced all marriages to good. So that all our youth, and I'm very happy for all the youth, all our youth are buying houses before they marry. That's what I want to hear. Now that my marriage costed me 30000 that 30000 should go out. Buy a brand new house from Barat's home. And reduce your marriage to 5000 And then I will heal you. But how, whatever the case may be, all the marriages you have been doing since COVID-19, they are fantastic here. Anointing is not, de- is not determined by the number of people you are speaking to. No, no, it's determined by you. <laughs> Who you stand in. Hey, I have a brand new car. My car is Roshi. It's irrelevant to me. Whether your car is Roshi or is a gold wing, it flies and then it will land. Well, if your car flies, no matter what the case may be, they call it car. It will still come down to the road. The same tar road that the banger and Lazarus, you remember my Lazarus in those days, we, we go through. Your Gucci will ride. If you are rich enough, yes. But understand that if you have it, it doesn't make a difference of you. It doesn't make you anything. It only gives you comfort. That's all. If you think that the shirt you wear, the clothes you wear, the shoe you wear, the house you live, that is what makes you forget it. Your mind is set on what they call materialism. I will show you who controls the world of materialism. His name is Lucifer. Ephesians chapter 2, 1 to 3. And we'll finish. Because my time is very short. Don't follow them. Set your mind not on the flesh. And and Matthew 7, 16. How do you know who controls you? It is by your fruit. Matthew 7, 16. By their fruit, you will recognize them. So there. So which means it's what is contained in you, not what you wear, not what you see. You must dress clean and neat and reasonable. And your colors must match. Are you together with me? Of course, when we talk about color matching, that is in the eyes of the beholder. Some people, they love green. Some people, they love white. And if you knock that white with another green, you look like one country. <laughs> Hallelujah. And the other people, they love red and they love blue. But if you put star in it, you look at another country. Let me say something to you. It is not how much, how expensive, it is what is inside you. A man, what is contained in a man. And the Bible says, by your fruits we will know you. But I will read this to you, therefore. Remember, you can know who controls you by what you do. And at any time, if you examine your action, you can know from who did the action come from. Whether from God or from Satan. After you have conducted the action. However, if you understand this, how can I always just be controlled by God? By making sure every time in your life you consider God in what you're doing. It's so simple. You consider God first before you reply people. You consider God first before you talk with people. You consider God first before you act or react to people. You consider God first in your day, 
If you consider God in your day, you will pray, you will, you will, you will seek God, you will spend time with God. I was speaking to ministers from Greece and other parts of the world yesterday. I told them, the Lord said to me, some of you are praying, oh, I want to have encounters like Apostle Williams. Jesus appeared to me. Lord Jesus appeared to me. If he doesn't appear to you, how many times have you appeared to him daily? You know how he appeared to me? I started appearing to God all the time, all the time. Three times, about six times really a day. The first time Jesus appeared to me, I was appearing to Jesus every three hours, every three hours, every three hours, every three hours. I will pray. Every three hours, I will be on my knees. I will pray. I will pray. Every three hours. In my office, I will, three hours, when the third hour is in my office, I will go to the toilet. I will kneel down in the toilet and begin to pray. And begin to pray. In my office, because you can go to the toilet for 15 minutes, they won't tell you where you are not going there. But in my toilet, they are pooing. I'm praying. In the midnight, 12 midnight, 3 a.m., I wake up, 6 a.m., I wake up, I'm, I'm seeking God, I'm seeking God, I'm seeking God. The third year, the 28th day, he took me to heaven, straight away. That was the day I met Father Abraham. When I came down from that, I said, no, I want to see Jesus, I want to see Jesus, I want to see Jesus. On the 30th day, he appeared to me. If you, Jesus didn't appear to you, continue to appear to him. If you knock the door of a man too much, he will at least say, who are you by the way? And he will say, where do you live by the way? He will come to your house. That is how Jesus will come to your house. To, for Jesus to attend to you is very easy. That is the way. What about angels? When Jesus is going to be somebody, he first sent escorts. The angels will come. You begin to see occurrences happening around you in your house. There was a time I told my children that, you know, I think the Lord is about to appear to me because the activities of angels in my house increased. Not in mind. You will see. I will be downstairs. You will be hearing somebody walking on, my, on the top floor. And they will walk like that on the corridor. And I told my son that, did you hear that? Oh, they said, one of the children said, yeah, we have been hearing these people, they are working, we can't see them. I said, because the Lord is about to visit me. And one day, one of my sons, the last one, the baby, he was in his room. And then the angel opened his door, which he shut. And he got up and looked at the door opening. <laughs> He ran out of the room. Not my Somebody. I said, did I not tell you? Demons. He said, is it demon? No, demon don't come to the house of the saints. Because the fire will burn them. A saint of God who prays regularly, your house is covered. But if you are a saint of God by, by confession, the fire is not much. Satan can come and, and bypass the fire and begin to mess you up. Shortly after that, the Lord visited me. You know what? I'm waiting for the word of the Lord to come. No, let him hear your own word. Isaiah 62 verse 6. He says that, I have posted watchman over your world, O Jerusalem. He said, you who seek the Lord. He said, he said, he said, do, he, says, he said, you who, who seek, put it there, let me read that. Brother. But what he says is that, do not give God rest. Do not give yourself rest until God makes Jerusalem the place of the earth. Look, give me Isaiah. I have posted watchmen on your wall, O Jerusalem. They will never be silent. Did you hear that? Day and night. They will not be people who pray in the day and in the night. Someone says to me that, uh, you know, I'm just sleeping. This old age, Papa, 
Which old age? <laughs> he said, because ah, when you are over 60, you will just be sleeping like that. You will just be sleeping. Who told you that? I haven't read in the Bible. Because I read in the Bible that a man of 80 was doing his business as a shepherd. At 80. So he must not be bending or using the rod like this. Because he has to, you know, use the rod to beat the, the sheep. And while he was shepherding, he saw a bush burning. And then the fire did not consume the, the forest. And he said, let me go and see. And he saw the Lord. He got his attention. Listen to me. That is the God I serve and you serve. Say, so I'm sleeping. I said to the person, you need to go and be doing exercises. I found out that when you feel sweat, sweat, sleep, Professor, you, you, you will agree with me. You need exercise. If you do exercise, your sleepy, sleepy something will vanish. Satan always wants us to be sleeping when we want to do good things. But if we want to talk on telephone, <laughs> I don't, but I know those who do. <laughs> Hallelujah, so forevermore. Hey, it's the talk of, hello, how are you? I'm fine. From I'm fine. Hey, instead of saying I'm fine, how are you? Ha! Ah, you have asked. <laughs> and they will begin the exegesis of H O. Uh uh-uh. How are you become a discussion of 30 minutes? Ah, my friend, if that is you, change your mind. Let me tell you. Your mind. Is the entrance to your heart. Your heart is the treasure house which you have to guard. Time is gone. Conclusion Remember, the way you live is determined by your mindset. Your attitude determines, your attitude determines your altitude. Attitude determines your altitude. And how high you can go. I'll stop here. Let me say this. We have to agree together. That we want to be in the place that God ordains us. I want to agree together that. If you find that you are not in where you are. Satan may be the one that is hindering you. But you are contributory negligent too. You also contributed to help Satan to walk. (laughs) oh my and we want to decide that we only want Jesus to be praised anytime we say yes to the flesh Satan is praised and the Lord is not happy anytime we are not going forward as we should the Lord is not happy but when the Lord looks at you it's because of your choice of mindset let's stand up together I want to pray with you. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, by the power who raised Jesus from the dead, as it is written in the book of Ephesians, in chapter 1, verse 19, it says, I began from 18, I pray that the eyes of your heart be enlightened, that you may know the hope to which he has called you. His riches, the riches of his glorious inheritance in the saints. 
And he says that power is like his working might, which he exerted on Christ Jesus when he raised him from the dead and seated him on the right hand of God in the heavenly places. So, my Lord, all the word that I have spoken today, I send them to the mind and spirit of men. Let it illuminate their mind. Let it empower their soul. Let it break their chains. And let it cause their heart to connect with your heart, Father. Every doubt I rebuke in the name of Jesus Christ. You are what God says you are. You are not made by what people call you. If you have become what people say, today I revoke and reverse it, and I command you to go back into what God has said about you. Some of you are born to be great, but because of man confession, you have become like a wimp. Because they said to you, you amount to nothing, you amount to nothing, you cannot do anything good, and you became like that. Today you are loose from your courage in the name of Jesus. The plans of God for you will be. The plans of man for you, if it is contrary to God, it will fail. The plans of the devil for you will not stand. If it looks good, it is death. I cancel it by the word of God in the name of Jesus Christ. If anybody is under my voice and you have not accepted Jesus and you want to do so, I will give you the opportunity to do that. God has good plan for us. He says, he said in Jeremiah 29, 11, I know the plans I have towards you, says the Lord. The plans will give you hope and a future. <laughs> Pretense lies from the devil because it ends up in regret for man. When you pretend that you are what you are not, time will catch up with you that you will see that you wasted the whole time. Instead of you to have taken hold of what you should do to become what you want to be. You live a false life, it leads into regrets. No matter how long a man lies, the truth will surface. So then, I pray for the freedom of the mindset of man. People who have addicts, who are addicted, you are set free from addiction in the name of Jesus. That addiction... The desire for addiction in you, I turn it to Holy Spirit. So that you'll be addicted with the word of God. You'll be addicted with the spirit of God. You'll be addicted about the, the gift of the Holy Spirit. You'll be addicted with prayer. If you want to give your life to Jesus, you have never done that before. Place your right hand on your chest and I'll lead you in prayer. I had someone say that I want to come back. Yes, you are back already. The Lord told me to tell you. You are back already. To be back, you don't need to repray. You only need to make up your mind. The prodigal son, the moment he made up his mind, his father received him. So when you fall away from God and you say, Lord, I'm sorry, I'm coming back. From that moment, you are received back instantly. No matter how far out you have been. But if you have never in your life invited Jesus to your heart you haven't prayed that prayer at all you may be going to church doesn't matter going to church is not salvation the Bible says whoever believes in his heart that God raised Jesus from the dead and confessed with his mouth say after me therefore Lord Jesus I thank you because you died for me I believe in my heart that God raised you Jesus from the dead 
I confess with my mouth. Lord Jesus, you are the Son of God. I ask you to forgive me all my sins and come into my heart. I receive you today as my Lord and my Savior. In Jesus' holy name we are prayed. If you said that prayer for the first time, I want to congratulate you and welcome you to the kingdom of God. Christianity is the easiest way of life because it is the safest way of life. And I want to say to you, the Holy Spirit of God will never depart from you. If you are falling because I saw a soul or, or, or could represent some soul saying, Lord, I have missed it. Lord, I, I, I ask you to forgive me. He has forgiven you. You only need to receive it. You need to understand that it is not your act now that determines forgiveness. It's your decision. That determines, as decision is what instructs salvation, decision is what instructs forgiveness. If a man in his heart believes, and whoever shall call upon the name of the Lord will be saved. So, if that is you, you are very welcome back. I beg you to listen to the voice that speaks through me. If you do, when we all get to eternity, you will not want to leave my room. You will not want to leave where I live. You will forever be thankful to God that you met a man on earth called Alfred Williams. May the Lord strengthen you. May the Lord fulfill everything that is written in the Bible in your life. May you not be a Christian by mouth. May you be a Christian by manifestation of the kingdom power. May you have encounters in God that will startle mortal men in your age. And may your love for God deepen on a daily basis. The Lord bless you. I had an encounter. The Lord woke me up at 2.30 today. It's not a long story for you, but I'll speak more about it tonight. And first, second, third. To the end of first, second, third. And the Lord, when I became sleepless, I just told mommy, because she just came to bed about 30 minutes, I said, I'm going down. Because if I cannot sleep, it's only God who can make me not to sleep. Nothing else. So I went to begin to inquire. And suddenly... What I expected happened, it came, and then I started praying. And when I was praying, and suddenly, my spirit was shifted over Nigeria. I'm sure that a number of people have been waiting to hear what God would do in Nigeria. Not only among those who are sons and daughters of God, but also among the United Nations. America, regardless of the issue happening there, they are mindful of what is going on in Nigeria. Britain, Europe, because that country has one quarter of black race. If evil slay that country, it will affect every continent terribly. And God began to speak to me. But I want us to pray. And in tonight's meeting, from tonight's meeting... To the first, second, third, I will continue to speak more to you about this. Because our time is gone, I recognize that some of us have been having uh, 
face mask for about two hours plus here now, and I don't want to take your time. But we're going to pray for Nigeria. The prayer is very simple. Let me read to you the things that will happen. All the machineries of Satan in the government of Nigeria will be dismantled, says the Lord. It says, all the juggernaut of Satan will be arrested, says the Spirit of the Most High. It says, all the infrastructure of devil will be dismantled, says the Spirit of Hosts. It says, everyone who has robbed Nigeria will be arrested and be brought to judgment. And then he said, plead the blood of Jesus over Asorok, over the Senate, state governments, over the judiciary, the military. And he said, the Lord will frustrate everyone that works against the destiny of Nigeria, both man and spirit. And he says that the Lord will turn their counsel to foolishness. He said, the Lord will make their trade detestable. The Lord will bring them to judgment. The Lord will arrest them and publicly expose all the looters of Nigeria. Let Nigeria hear my word. No one will escape this. It says, the Lord will recover the loot from the looters and restore the years that the locusts have eaten in Nigeria. The Lord will make the nation of Nigeria the praise of the earth. That people will be coming from all over the world, queuing for visas to enter that country. It says, for the Lord will restore the fortune and the glory of the nation of Nigeria. Then the Lord said to me, he will destroy the platform of false prophets in Nigeria and shame them publicly. The Lord said, He will deliver Nigeria from all wolf in sheep's clothing. The judgment of Nigeria is not over government alone. You will see the rod of judgment in the church. You will see the rod of judgment in the government. The Lord will shut down all the false private people who go in the name of the Lord, but they are false. The Lord said He will shut them down. He will fight them with His own sword. Because the nation has an agenda before God for the end time revival. He will come to deliver his land by himself, says the Mosai. And the Lord will fulfill his mandate and promises over the nation of Nigeria. There will be revival in the nation. As you have seen protests, you will see revival in that land. Lift up your voice and give God the praise for it.